Welcome to Marketing with Confidence. I'm your host, Marianne Amies. We're going to be talking all things digital and online marketing for business owners and marketing professionals. If you've been feeling overwhelmed by your digital marketing, be sure to listen along and you'll hear tips, interviews and more that will give you the confidence to create marketing you love. Welcome back to Marketing with Confidence. Today, we're talking to Amy Scott from Aim Up Digital on marketing beyond social media. Thank you so much for joining me, Amy. Thanks so much for having me as we just kind of had a little chat (laughs) of the recording. I'm so excited about this topic and it's really something that's a huge focus in my community right now as well. So yeah, it's perfect timing. Amazing. Well, look, to kick off, tell everybody about you and how you became so passionate about small business. Yeah, perfect. So I started my very own small business five years ago. So five years in, um, very exciting. And basically, um, I'm a website designer. I'm a marketing strategist. I have a background in marketing. I've got a degree in marketing Mm -hmm. and I'm also super creative. So my idea was to kind of combine the two together with having um, my marketing, my creativity to help small business owners to thrive online. And started off as a consultant, started building websites, got a bit of traction. I thought, okay, I'm pretty good at this. I'm going to keep going and offering um, that service in the digital world to help small business owners. And that's where I really became passionate about helping small businesses, just seeing the value that I could provide, the smiles on their faces at launch time. It was honestly just such a wonderful feeling. And I guess sometimes everyone can kind of get a little bit, I guess, nervous or anxious when it comes to tech. Mm. Like website isn't aren't, isn't really something that comes naturally to a mm. lot of people and neither is knowing how to market their business, um, especially small business owners. Mm. So being able to help people and have them just say like, you know, thank you so much, like I couldn't have done this without you just became such a rewarding and was really the driving force for me and has kept me going for five years. (laughs) Oh, amazing. I mean, I relate to that so much. I similarly like started out just helping people, like genuinely just wanting to help people. And I, I was on maternity leave from like big corporate and then that sort of I don't know, there's a real joy in helping people and seeing that impact you have in those small businesses because every small business is so personal, you know, it's that person's family or it's their livelihood or it's their dream and, you know, kind of getting permission to be part of that and getting to go on that journey. And and by the sounds of it, you're very similar to me in that. just want to remove all that overwhelm because there's just so much hype and overwhelm and people get so anxious about how hard the website's going to be or how difficult social media is. And you kind of go, oh, it doesn't have to be that hard. (laughs) Oh my gosh, exactly. Literally took the words out of my mouth. And sometimes you just need support. Yeah. Something might not make sense to you at the start, but when you have someone who's willing to give you their time Mm -hmm. and their focus and their energy and say, hey, let's just sit down and have a chat about how this website needs to work for you. Um, you know, do a little bit of a training session with them after launch so they can then work the back end of the site themselves and really drive that platform. 
is just so amazing. And then they soon realize, okay, it's actually not that hard. Like yeah. I've got this and they gain their confidence, which is, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Oh, that's so beautiful. Um, a little bit more about you. What's your favorite business book? So my favorite book at the moment is by Amanda Francis. I'm not sure if you've heard of I her. I haven't heard of that. Okay. And she um she's done a book called Rich AF. There's actually a <laughs> there, but I won't say it, but it's <laughs> and this book has been honestly life-changing for me, not for the money mindset. Mm. It was more to hear her story because her story was I really related to it as a service-based business owner, someone who really has to, you know, help clients and work with clients. Mm. Amanda had a very similar business model and she wasn't afraid to adapt and evolve and grow and keep striving for bigger things. Yeah. Which to me is really, really inspiring because we can often, you know, have an issue or have a challenge in our business and it just seems too hard and we don't want to yeah. make a change. <laughs> something might not be working or we might not be meeting our goals and we just kind of keep staying in this loop and we're not really ready to you know make a big a big enough change and she was able to do that and have that success mm. so super super empowering you should definitely I listen to it I don't actually read books anymore oh, wow. yeah yeah I'm an audible person yeah. now so while I'm like cleaning the house or picking <laughs> kids up from school I've got got the book going and yeah it was super super inspiring just to hear her raw and real mm. story about how she's grown such massive success oh amazing I have to check it out um yeah. I yeah, I I sometimes find in audiobooks I just drift off and then I sort of go, oh, I missed that whole chapter because I was in my own little world. <laughs> but then I, I mean, I've got better at listening to podcasts in the car, so I think I, I maybe I can revisit audiobooks as well. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Give <it a> <laughs> and what about your best follow? Who can't you get enough on social media? So I actually, when you had given me this question, I was like, oh, I'm a little bit triggered by this at the moment. <laughs> and it's just because what my, I guess, what I'm expressing on social media mm. at the moment and how toxic the content can be mm. out there. I did take some time off social media recently and I've kind of come back with a very, very new perspective. Mm. And I'm really not consuming anyone's content at the moment that is too serious or yeah. strictly focused on these marketing strategies in Instagram in particular that is just about growing your following and going viral mm. and really just about um, it's not really about personal growth. So at the moment, I'm following anyone who's real, authentic, <laughs> have a laugh at themselves. Um, it's just posting content that I'm going to look at that and go, like, I actually gained something from that that I can put to practice in, like, my real everyday life. Mm. So I'm kind of looking for new accounts to follow and just kind of seeing what sticks um, yeah. for me at the moment. It's so true. I think as business owners, your feed then gets so attuned to marketing, right? And yeah. and I don't know if it's unique to us because we're also in marketing, but I think it is just business owners then get a lot of this, you know, hack your Instagram, you know, my reels, like all the reels I get fed aren't even reels on anything. They're just reels on reels. Like, yeah. <laughs> 
Yes, absolutely. <laughs> it's like this, use this, this is the hook I use yes. to go viral. Yeah. Use it for yourself. And it's like we're all just trying and we all get caught up in this vicious circle of just wanting to go viral, just yeah. wanting to have the best hook. And we're really forgetting that, you know, Instagram is more about a tool that promotes community and mm. connection. Yeah. Um, yes, there's a side to it. And I have had this experience in myself where I've got sales from Instagram. Yeah. I've got clients from Instagram. But with having time off, I really self-reflected and I'm like, okay, how did that client came on board? Was it because my rule went viral? No, it was because I said something that really resonated with Mm. her and she could see how I presented myself as really authentic, wasn't trying to show up as something that I wasn't. um, And that built such a connection with that person. We communicated through DMs, just authentically had a laugh, Mm. and then they were ready to come on board as a client. So it wasn't like I was just promoting something and then and there they went and bought it on the spot. Um, And these are the ways that I've been able to build actual relationships and connections that have lasted such a long time with um, my clients. It's not just been about like a fast sale for me. No, because nobody's there for a hard sell. Like, I was having this conversation with on, on someone else's podcast last week saying, you know, for a lot of us, Instagram is our downtime. Social media is our downtime. It's our, and and yes, we, you know, we keep our eye out for things that may improve us as a person or may improve our business. I don't want to be sold to, you know, I don't want to feel like someone's yelling their their thing down my throat or, or you know, I think it's, um, yeah, you're right. Building a connection and a like a long game, right? Like, no, there's no one yeah. post that's going to deliver everything. It's a relationship. It's you know, posts over a period of time, conversations out of those posts that then build connection and can deliver something down the line. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And I think too, it's okay to not enjoy creating content. <laughs> on social media. Yeah. I think it's all right to to be able to still have an Instagram account mm. that makes sales that, you know, attracts the right audience to you just by you posting content that you feel comfortable with as long as your message is right and you're able to show up authentically, you'll find that people will resonate with that and people will want to connect with that more than someone who is just teaching Instagram hacks mm, yeah. for ourselves. Yeah, yeah, completely. Um, and then what gets you out of bed every day? Well, I think it goes back to mm-hmm. just helping people. Yeah. So for me and my business mission, mission has always just been about, you know, simplifying that tech, simplifying Mm. those strategies and just making it easier for business owners. And that that really is why I get out of bed every day because I'm excited to be able to share my expertise, share my knowledge in a way that anyone can understand it and gives anyone the opportunity to be able to, to thrive and have a business. 
I'm also a mom of three. So wow. Yeah, I don't have a choice of actually getting out of bed. It's like, mom, I'm hungry. Mom, I need to go to the toilet or I need water. Like there's just there's yeah. So I thought I was like, I'm just gonna throw that one in. I physically you know, have to get out of bed. I physically have to get out of bed. Um, but at the same time, like so, so grateful that mm. every morning I'm waking up to my kids and I'm there to help them get ready for school and yeah. I can work my business around my family life and that just makes everything worthwhile for me. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I um, My kids are always been like relentless early risers. I, I do not yes. like to get up. I mean, I, I, I'm admittedly always up before seven, but I'm not like a 5 a.m. person. And, you know, that that always, like then then one's a teenager and one will be a teenager soon and they still get up so early. And it's nice to get to an age where you're just like, I don't care. I don't have to get up. <laughs> Make your own breakfast. Sort it out. sleeping in. Right. Yeah, exactly. Whatever it is, sort it out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Something to look forward to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, look, Amy, I was so excited, and I think you were too, about this conversation today because, as we we've sort of touched on, we both have a similar, a similar, I guess, belief system, and you know, I think we're both really about strategy, but strategy is so often overlooked. And yeah. you know, I wanted to get your thoughts on, like, why do you think that is? Why do you think people miss that strategy step? So it's all about the fast sale. Mm. So if a business is struggling, whether it's to make sales because they're an e-commerce business, to attract clients if they're service-based, we get to a point where we're like, okay, I need to start doing more here. I need Mm. to start making money. I need to start getting clients, getting sales. And one of the things that we think of straight away is, okay, I'll run some Facebook ads. Yes, so off we go, right? We're, we're off. We're, we're, we're creating the ad. You know, we might outsource the work. We might do it ourselves. We've got the visuals happening, the copywriting of the ad happening, and then our ad's published and it's out there. And then we're sitting at the computer. We're sitting at the phone. We're like, right, like this is it. Like this is going to make me all these money. Where are the sales? And we've really missed such mm. a huge step, which is, about our marketing strategy. And what's important to know about marketing strategy is that it really is giving business owners an overview of not just one marketing tool, like how Mm. we've discussed Instagram so much today. It's really about all of the marketing tools that are out there and what is going to work best for your business based off your personalized business goals. Yeah. Your budget as well, because we all have a budget that impacts our marketing strategies. Um, And as well as that, you know, who our target audience is. So really, really defining who we're trying to attract from our marketing rather than, like we said, we're just hopping on Facebook ads and we're trying to attract anyone and everyone in the business. So this is where then a lot of business owners see failure. Or I don't really necessarily like to call it failure, but don't get the results that they were after 
even though they didn't even prioritize their <laughs> goal in the first place. So it's like you didn't actually even know what you were after. You didn't yeah. know what your return on investment should have been. You don't know what conversion rates you're looking for. Yeah. Um, you haven't actually looked over your website to see if it's ready to convert yeah. yet. So that's another huge step. So I often tell business owners, you know, before they start working with anyone to outsource any of their marketing, Mm. let's do your strategy first. So you as the business owner, go into your marketing absolutely confident and crystal clear on what your expectations can be. Um, You might be expecting a, a, a huge return on investment, but if you have a little marketing budget, you might not be getting those, making as much money mm. as what you thought. Or if you haven't defined exactly who your target audience is, yeah. you might actually then have quite a huge bounce rate or your conversion rate might mm. be quite low on your website just because you didn't target the right people in those ads. Yeah, yeah so yeah. true. It's amazing you know, I, I mean, there's two parts of that. Firstly, they're the people that then say Facebook ads are terrible and, you know, I did ads and it delivered nothing. I lost all this money because they've bypassed the step of strategy and go go straight to doing. And and I think the second part is it is just amazing how the strategy just, it doesn't, I guess there just hasn't been as much content about strategy. I think in the last year, maybe a little bit more. There's a lot more conversation about strategy, whereas before it was all just about tactics, you know, about, yeah, run these type of ads. What about your funnel? What about your lead gen? All these things, but not actually adding up, you know, to the, well, what's the point? What are you trying to achieve? Who are you trying to talk to? What are the outcomes? And kind of building from the the, the top to the bottom instead of the other way. I I responded to a, a Facebook group sort of call out the other day, someone looking for ads and um, in the medical area. And we've done a ton of work in medical. So I was like, yeah, we can help. We know all the medical regulations and we've worked a lot getting ads approved on Meta, like, you know, booking a call. And the lady booked in a call, lovely lady, created a whole product, you know, beautiful branding, beautiful website, has bought the stock. And then I sort of said, oh, have have you got a strategy in place? I said, I'm pretty sure what you asked for was ads, but to be honest, like what's your go-to-market strategy? And she says, I don't don't have one. I haven't thought about that. And it's like, wow, it's just because there's so much noise about, you know, ads will sell your product or, you know, social media will grow your following. And I said to her, you know, the be- exactly what you just said is, you know, the best thing we can do here is create a strategy. I said, it doesn't matter if we then support you in the execution or not, you know, what you need is a strategy because there's so many. I was saying to her, I think PR is a big piece for you. Like you've got a personal story behind these products. I think influencers could be great. Like there's actually a lot of other things I would probably look at even before going to social ads because I think you need to build the proof and credibility a whole heap before before the ads will work. And, you know, yes, there's some products that are super impulsy. And you're like, you know, maybe just popping an ad out or get the click to buy. But anything that's considered, anything that is, you know, maybe a new solution to something, generally there's a whole other piece you need to build. We, you know, as consumers, we are still discerning. We are still, you know, one ad's not going to do the trick. No, 
That's right. And that's (laughs) another, that's another point. I love that you say that because a lot of business owners don't actually understand that consumers need to consume our content Mm. over and over and over again to make that purchase decision. So by having the strategy in place, it opens up our eyes to a whole world of marketing opportunities. Mm. And I loved how you said that going straight to paid ads might not be the best, you know, thing for this business owner to do. And I think that's actually one of the things as well, the feedback that I get when I put a strategy together, that they are often shocked that Google ads, Facebook ads Mm. might not be the right time for them in their business right now and that they should try something else because without having that strategy in place, they probably just would have gone and spent thousands of dollars with a Google ad specialist. Oh, exactly, exactly. And especially in the land of small business, if you've got a product that's also in the land of big business, those Google ads add up really quickly to get any sort of traction, you know, and you're right, easily thousands and you were probably on page three the whole time, you know, getting really low quality clicks. That's right, exactly. And that's why it's so important to have a realistic budget Mm -hmm. put into your strategy so then you can understand what your return on investment would be because of those reasons. So I just, you know, can only speak from experience with small business, small Mm. businesses, startups, you know, launching these products. They're in such a competitive space. They're in an oversaturated space. All power to them. That doesn't matter. It doesn't mean they can't have, you know, huge success but the competition is fierce. Mm. And with that comes huge, I mean, huge marketing mm. budgets. Yeah. And I mean, it's funny, we we didn't plan to talk about budget today, but budget's a whole <laughs> other interesting kettle of fish because how many people do you talk to that don't have a budget in mind? Yes, I have. <laughs> yes, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. And yeah, it's definitely something that's overlooked, yeah. especially in terms of marketing. And that kind of brings me back, I guess, to your first question of mm. why people go straight, why they skip the strategy mm. is because they haven't considered strategy in their budget. Yeah. So if you've only got a small budget to spend, you're then thinking, okay, let's just say you've got, you know, you've even got $2,000 to spend on a on you know you're not going to want to spend no. that at this point on a strategy you're going to go right i'm going to put that $2000 straight on my google ads mm. and i'm going to try and make as much of a return on investment as i can but without having put that strategy in place you have no idea whether those ads are going to work yeah. you could also be working with a company that has zero understanding of your yeah. audience zero yeah. understanding of your brand they and they're not going to put that time in because strategy is not included, right? No. They're just there to, to to run the ads for you. They're not going to put in the work. Yeah. They're not going to put, you know, that strategy together that that they need to get the most out of your budget. Yeah. So that's another thing too. Having that strategy, you can present it to, you know, third party who you want to outsource your marketing to. Yeah. That's aligned with your budget and say, hey, like we've had this strategy put together, run with it, create the ads, and then you're going to get such a higher return on investment and understanding of what that company is doing for you. Oh, absolutely. It, it, it's so true. I think years ago, we used to 
you know, yeah, run ads for people that came to us. And obviously, you know, got a lot of marketing experience. So I could direct things and say, you know, oh, this is probably the target, this, that. But now we actually don't take on anything without a strategy first. So if someone wants social media management, you have to start with the strategy. If you want Google ads, you have to start with the strategy. And then they have something. They have something they can take with them. If it doesn't work out with us or if they have to stop or if they want to take it over themselves at some point, they have a tangible deck that goes through all the ideal client, all the objectives, all the, you know, the mapped out plans. And yeah, it's just, otherwise you're just peddling tactics and and think to the point that you made, you're not setting goals. You don't have sort of your KPIs, let's call them in place. So how do you even know if that ads person comes back and says, oh, we got you, you know, 100 clicks and it was $17 per click. You're like, okay, cool. Like, yeah, (laughs) amazing. You know, because you've got no parameters in place. Yeah, exactly. I don't know how many clients I've had come to me and say, oh, can you just look over the report that my Google Ads person has sent to me because I'm not sure what's going on and and I'm not sure if, you know, what they're doing is actually making me money and, you know, I'll look over the strategy and I'll go, I'll look over the report and, and it'll go one way or the other. But at the end of the day, they haven't done the strategy. They haven't set the goal. Yeah. So I can't answer that question no. confidently of no. whether it's, it's going to, you know, whether it's working or not. Yeah. But often you look in it and just from your own expertise, you're like, what are all these keywords or why are you targeting the whole of Australia when you're, you know, you can only ship to three states? Like you see so much stuff and, and yeah, and, and they have, and it comes back to what we talked about at the very beginning, that overwhelm, they don't actually know and, and you know, small business owners have so much that they need to wrap their head around. You know, you've got your accounting, your finance. If you're doing product development, like honestly, like heaven help you because that is so <laughs> complex as well. You know, they're wearing all these hats that they probably didn't realize they needed. And then they yeah. kind of come to the marketing world and you've either got people like us that genuinely care or you have people that are just in it to make money out of other people's ignorance for want of a better word, you know? So yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah, we can do that for you. Don't worry about it. You know, pay us this much. And then when people like us dig into it, we're like, oh my goodness, there's all this stuff you didn't need to do. And again, had you had a strategy and, and the strategy also educates people, you know, I'm sure when you create a strategy like me, you then walk through it with someone and they have such a better understanding of, you know, what they're, what they're setting out to achieve, all the different tools. And I think that's, you know, something we wanted to sort of emphasize today that there's so much besides just social media, you know, that is one avenue, that is one tactic in a whole array of different tactics. And, you know, that education for people builds confidence in them as well. It does. It does. Because what, and you know, what we had previously had a little chat about was just how much time we're spending Mm. on social media, how consuming it is of business owners, of the expectations out there. And for me, and I know this from my own business, 
something that gave me huge growth in my business wasn't from social media. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it was actually from SEO. And there is so many other strategies out there and that we should really, I'm, I'm a very big believer in, I guess, not having just one, not just focusing on one marketing tool. Mm. I'm across a lot of marketing tools and so are my clients. So we're looking at, you know, we'll be running paid ads for their business. They'll be posting organically, their website's optimized and we've got good, you know, ranking in Google. Um, there's a lot going on in terms of, and, you know, they'll be looking at PR opportunities as well. Yeah, yeah. Like what you said, PR is often really, really overlooked. We're having an activation campaign can sometimes be the difference between having a really, really amazing launch of your business versus just launching and then dumping a whole lot of money on on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, we're looking at ways that we can always be driving our business through multiple yeah. marketing channels. And yeah, that really comes down to having that strategy done first. Yeah. Because totally. it's not just a social media strategy. You know, if you outsource your social media, you work with someone who's a social media expert, let's yeah. just say, their main focus is going to be on social media. If they put a strategy together for you, their strategy is going to be focused on social media. Whereas if you work with a marketing strategist, you're looking at many, many different marketing strategies to implement in your business to drive and what I like to call is sustainable growth. So it's not just about going viral or um, it's not just about quick sales, fast growth, quickly post some Google ads out there because we need to make sales. It's all about that sustainable growth. And if you have to pay for every sale, even if you get that optimized and the, you know, it's a great ROAS and all those sorts of things, you're still paying for every sale. At some point you need sales to also organically deliver for you. That's right. Exactly. Exactly. Something else that's kind of, I guess, come to um, fruition at the moment, a lot of people are talking about, which I'm really happy about, is email marketing. Yes. I'm a massive, massive believer in email marketing and I've seen the success. But with that too, it isn't just a fast setup, you know, put some emails out and then we'll start making sales. So (laughs) it's just important to remember that with your marketing, things take time. Yeah. You need to set things up the right way and check all of the boxes. So it's not really time to cut corners. It's not really time to think about just fast sales. Um, It's about being strategic across all of your marketing that's aligned with your business goals and your budget. Agree. And especially when you're a small business, I often say to clients, you've got two things. You've got time and money. If you don't have the time, you're going to need a lot of money. If you don't have the money, be prepared to put in the time because that's right. It's one or the other. You can't you can't do it on a little budget fast. It's it's very hard. You know, there's a small percent that yes, you know, something is just so attractive to the market. It's so well priced. It's you know, it goes viral and it and it delivers. But that is not the norm. That is not the case for most businesses. 
No, unfortunately, it's not. <laughs> if we all had it that easy. I know. Um, yeah, there'd be no point for marketing strategy. It'd just be like, <laughs> do whatever and you know, it'll stick. But no, it doesn't work like that. And look, with more and more people out there launching their own small businesses, mm. um, I guess it just shows you that you know, the this rural requirement for having the marketing strategy. And I think that's why people are starting to talk about it more Yeah, is yeah. because business owners are starting to realize, okay, there's a lot of competition. Yeah. Um, there's a lot going on in the small business space. I need to start thinking about this seriously and making kind of every dollar and every minute that I spend in my business count. Yeah. No, I think you're right. And I think part of that shift is, yeah, the, the, you know, the algorithms. I mean, I've, I started 13 years ago and, you know, there weren't ads then. And it was really easy to grow a business on Facebook and, you know, get sales. And then ads came in and then the algorithm, but also increased competition came in. And it's harder and harder that, that social media first approach is harder and harder on its own to get success. And I think maybe, you know, thinking about what you've just said, maybe that's why we've come back to strategy because we're like, hang on a second, what is the bigger picture? You know, this this bubble has kind of burst a little bit. Let's come back to the bigger picture and make sure we're utilising everything we possibly can. That's right. Yes, Mm. exactly. Recently had a client um, come to me and she was spending a lot of money on social media management and posting five times a week, posting reels, doing all the things, um, wasn't getting any kind of return on investment. So I've put the strategy together and we're looking at other ways to market her business, which seems to be a lot more enjoyable and it's Mm -hmm. taken that pressure off um, but she was looking for that fast growth, yeah. that fast sale, that quick sale. And we're kind of led to believe at the moment that posting five times a week on social media will get us that business growth yeah. that we're after. So yeah, a lot of small business owners are realizing, okay, that's not going to make me sales mm. and I need to start looking elsewhere, you know, beyond social media for, um, you know, success in my business. Yeah. Well, you've touched on a few different areas. I want to wrap by getting your top tips outside of social media where people should look to kind of, I guess, market and, and create that thriving business. Yeah. So a huge one for me is PR. And I think that you're a big, big believer in that as well. I could see your face light up and um, (laughs) I actually studied PR and I was like, I actually wanted to work in PR for a really long time. Um, But yeah, like I said, I'm like super creative and I just went down this um, different path, but PR, you know, brand awareness, that whole, you know, brand activation is very, very underrated. I think a lot Mm. of small business owners think that only big brands can do PR when actually you don't need to have a big budget with PR. You can start really small and Mm. lead up to it from there. There are a lot of PR agencies out there at the moment that are willing to take on small businesses and they're willing to work around your budget. So you just need to be upfront with them of what your budget is and they can tell you what you can get for that. I think a lot of small business owners will be pleasantly surprised with what PR can do from their 
for their business. So that's absolutely my top tip. If you haven't invested in PR before, if PR seemed too scary, you you were thinking that my brand's too small or, you know, why would I want to be featured? Why would I want to do, you know, an activation of my brand or my business? Now's the perfect time to do it. My second top tip would have to be for me, I think I just touched on earlier about how SEO has really, really helped drive my business. Look, I have built websites for the past five years. I became extremely, I guess, focused on my own business's SEO for a very long time because I was a small, you know, and I still am a small business. I didn't have a budget to spend. So I was like, what can I do myself? And SEO seemed so um, appealing to me because I had a background in website design. My business really shifted towards e-commerce brands for a long time and I was getting all of these e-commerce brands work and I remember thinking like, why are we getting so many inquiries from e-commerce brands? This is insane. (laughs) And it's because I was ranking third for, you know, when you search e-commerce website design Sydney, my website was coming up. I was number three. It was my exact ideal audience. So SEO in particular, SEO is not dead. There's this kind of rumor getting around social media at the moment that SEO is a waste of time. SEO is not dead if it's done properly. Yeah, You need to know how you can get indexed and then get ranked. But once you understand how to do that and you work with someone who, you know, like us is generally there to support your (laughs) business, SEO can be something that can be implemented and help your business grow sustainably without you having to put too much effort in, like with the consistent posting on social media. That takes a lot of time, a lot of energy. And my third top tip really is to just get a strategy done. (laughs) Honestly, the strategy, it really, really, I see the look on, you know, business owners faces when they receive their strategy. And like you said, you go through with it with them and the confidence that they get in their marketing, they then shift away from this obsession with their social media and they're looking for other opportunities which open so many different doors like organic website traffic, like PR, um, like, you know, I guess understanding more about the ads and if their ads are working or, you know, what kind of budget they need. It really just just educates them. So, yeah, if if you're a business owner and you are, feeling like you don't know what to do with your marketing, um, definitely just get that strategy done. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the the resounding message from today is yeah. don't start without a strategy. Yeah. Because it is Absolutely. yeah, the foundation. And it becomes the like I have so many clients say it's like the Bible. They're like, you know, I I come back to it all the time and I tick things off and I work through it. And, you know, and and actually so like Oh, not gratifyingly, but, you know, made me so happy. Two clients in the last couple of months have said to me, when do we revisit and build another one? I was like, oh, my gosh. Wow, that's amazing. (laughs) People that understand that one strategy is not forever, you know, that every 12 months, six months, you really need to be revisiting. So I was like, oh, so, so happy to see that that message is getting out there as well. 
Yeah, I agree. I agree. Oh, thank you so much for your time today, Amy. It's been such a great chat. So lovely when you're so aligned with somebody and, you know, just like everything is like, yes, yeah, my head is just nodding the whole time. <laughs> absolutely. I know. It's the same for me. Like I absolutely loved this chat with you. Um, it's been really refreshing just yeah. to have a conversation with someone that just gets it and has, you know, very, very similar values to me. So yeah, thank you so much for having me. And where can people connect with you? So the best ways to connect with me at the moment, funnily enough, is on Instagram (laughs) because I've just, like I said, I've had a break. Um, I've come back on and my message has changed. So if you want to be involved in that and hear more about strategy and and things like that, you can follow me on Instagram. You can just search Aim Up Digital and you Mm -hmm. can find me there. If you want to search Amy Scott on LinkedIn, um, you can find me on LinkedIn as well. I do post, I guess, different kind of content Mm -hmm. on LinkedIn more aligned to, you know, marketing, strategy, things like that, blogs from my website as well. Um, but, yeah, Beautiful. that's where you can find me. Thank you so much. And thanks, everybody, for listening again today. I look forward to listening with you soon. Hey, thanks for listening to another episode. If you don't want to miss one, make sure you subscribe to the show in your podcast app. And if you love it, Be sure to share it with friends and colleagues who you think could benefit from increasing their digital marketing confidence. Want more? Head to MarianneAmys.com to find out how you can work with me directly, to reach out to have me speak at your event, or to grab yourself some free resources.